When I was pregnant in jail, I thought I was going to have a baby and the baby would never be with me, but I was acquitted a month and three days before Tupac was born. I was real happy because I had a son. When I was young, me and my mama had beef, 17 years old, kicked out on the streets. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school, was scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Shed tears with my baby sister Over the years we was poor than other little kids And even though we had different daddies The same drama when things went wrong we blamed mama I reminisce on the stress I caused It was hell Hugging on my mama from a jail cell And who thinking elementary? Hey, I see the penitentiary One day, running from the police That's right Mama catch me, put a whoop into my backside and even as a crack fiend, mama You always was a black queen, mama I finally understand for a woman it ain't easy Trying to raise a man You always was committed A poor single mother on welfare Tell me how you did it There's no way I can pay you back But the plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it Dear mama Tell us it was fair No love for my daddy Cause the coward wasn't there He passed away And I didn't cry Cause my anger Wouldn't let me feel For a stranger They say I'm wrong And I'm heartless But all along I was looking for a father He was gone I hung around with the thugs And even though they sold drugs They showed a young brother love I moved out Started really hanging I needed money of my own So I started slanging I ain't guilty cause even though I sell rocks It feels good putting money in your mailbox I love paying rent when the rent's due I hope you got the diamond necklace that I sent to you Cause when I was low you was there for me You never left me alone because you cared for me And I can see you coming home after work late You're in the kitchen trying to fix us a hot plate just working with the scraps she was given And mama made miracles every Thanksgiving But now the road got rough, you're alone You're trying to raise two bad kids on your own And there's no way I can pay you back But my plan is to show you that I understand You all appreciate it Baby, don't you know we love you, sweet mama
you all appreciate it. Time to wake Time up. To wake up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. You are tuned in to His Hard Line. Welcome to the number one show many have yet to discover. Our priorities of discussion are quite simple. We put God first. We talk about good health and how to fortify our families, followed by how we restore the republic so we can have a strong nation once again. So patriots, so patriots assemble. assemble. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the ones in charge. They are the ones, well, they're the host, right? Quite frankly, they're the host with the most. They're the ones at the wheel. They're in the captain's chair. Therefore, they are steering this ship through these crazy waters a week all life. So welcome to His Hard Line. This is going to be a very special episode, episode 551. It's titled, Mothers Are Appreciated. Now, I do apologize for starting this again. Like I said, I know I said that I would do a later show. Um, my appointment, my my meeting that I'm supposed to be having in Grand Rapids, it got pushed out unexpectedly by a couple few hours due to a scheduling conflict with somebody else. Um, and so I was trying to get a rough idea of when, you know, we will be, when I'll basically have to leave my house today. Um, so I was trying to figure out, all right, do I do a podcast now 
or really, really late at night because now starting later might mean me getting back home a little later. And I'm just not sure I want to do that to myself or my wife for that matter, you know, uh, do a podcast at, you know, 10, 11 o'clock at night, especially when I have a face to face uh, in person meeting, you know, state assembly meeting tomorrow. So I figure, you know what, we're just going to kind of go with it and whoever shows up great and whoever doesn't no big deal they can catch it on the download so um for starters let me get this out of the way just again as a little disclaimer as i always state on this podcast periodically i'm not a doctor i don't wear a white coat i'm not a financial advisor pastor priest deacon or biblical scholar I'm not a member of the bar. I don't give out legal advice. I'm also not the official face or voice of the national, state, or county assemblies. And additionally, I do not advocate for violence. I am my own man, and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I reference other material. And one other little thing I think I'm going to add, just for a little com- com- you know, comedic relief, I'm also not an expert with women. I get that wrong a lot, too. It's the damnedest thing, guys, I tell you. So... I wanted to, well, first off, I, before we get into the Mother's Day special, I have to play this little clip. So I didn't get a chance to listen to Trump's uh, presidential town hall on CNN. Um, in fact, I just, I don't want to say I didn't, don't care, but I just didn't, I didn't want to, I, I just didn't get around to it. But I saw Trump posted this on his true social, uh, just word to the wise, if you have kids, he does, there is a, a bad word in this. It's not a, a very, very big bad word, but he does say the ASS word. Um, listen to this from Anderson Cooper from CNN. And Trump posted this on his true social page. Uh, let me make sure my volume's up. L- listen. That was President Donald J. Trump ripping us a new asshole here on CNN's live presidential town hall. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Have a good night. Oh, that that's funny. That is funny. Um, yeah, I, I, so Rietta was asking, so that wasn't fake news. My assumption, and we all know what assumptions do, but, you know, considering Trump, Donald Trump posted that on his true social um, I have to imagine that was not dubbed over and that definitely sounded like Anderson Cooper. He did not sound happy at all. And from what I understand, um, it was a pretty big, uh, yeah, it was, it, I mean, it was just, it was just a, he owned them. I'm from what I understand. So yeah, it was very interesting. So I had to play that little sound clip real quick, but anyway, so for this mother's day, you know, weekend special, obviously I'm not going to be on the air on, on Sunday for obvious reasons. Um, so I figured today I wanted to play a few, a couple few songs. I played at the beginning, uh, while we were leading up to the intro of the show, I, I would play it a little Tupac, um, uh, because there was a song that he did called dear mama. It's been a, it was always a good song that I've always enjoyed that he did. I have a couple other songs I'm going to be playing that are, you know, uh, in honor of our mothers, um, and our beautiful wives that are mothers to our children. And so I have one song that I picked, actually two more songs that I picked. Uh, I have one, it's called Mother by Michael Buble. And then there's another one called Mama's Song by Carrie Underwood. Um, I thought both of these were worth the play. But before we get into those songs, I got to honestly really tell you guys, you know, being a provider, being a father and the sole provider of a household is pretty tough work. Jason, this is not about you. I know that. Just hear me out for a minute. 
But being a sole provider for your family is very, very tough work, especially a job like I got where you're getting up at 2 a.m. and you're working 12-hour shifts five, six days a week, dealing with stupid drivers on the highway, driving literally a 130,000-pound bomb all the time. You know, it, it wears on you. But when I see what my wife goes through and, and, and the 24-7 job that she has, the laundry never stops right? You can't just take a vacation day or a sick day from that. I mean, you could, but it just means you get further behind. The laundry never stops. The kid always needs to be fed. The kid always has something go wrong. Allergies, like that's what my wife is dealing with right now. Allergies, sun, heat allergies or whatever, heat, heat, um, skin rashes. Um, cleaning, in my wife's case, homeschooling, playing mother, playing doctor, teacher, principal, librarian, lunch lady, school bus driver, entertainer, friend, um, disciplinarian. I mean, there's so many hats that mom, especially stay-at-home mom, so many roles that they play and even to the working moms, I'm not trying to diminish a working mom because look, unfortunately our system and the cabal and, you know, I'm not, I'm going to try to keep this minimal talk as far as, you know, our cabal and, and the elitist. But if we can be completely honest and truthful with ourselves, we got to say that the whole reason why we have a lot of working moms out there is because we have a system that's trying so desperate so desperately hard to have everybody's children be raised by the system, right? To try to indoctrinate their children. So basically they want big brother, mother government to be the parent to these children. So what they do is they try to make life challenging by, you know, manipulating the fake fiat currency that we know as the dollar, which let's be honest, it's a dead instrument. We deal with inflation and crazy, outrageous taxation without representation, while our wages generally stay stagnant. Yeah, but Jason, I got a raise just this past January. It was a dollar forty. Yeah, did it keep up with the rate of inflation? Look, I'm not going to sit here and say don't be appreciative for the raise you get, but what I'm saying is that this whole system was designed to try to get moms to work alongside with fathers because they make it so challenging for a family to make ends meet. Not only is mom and dad now out of the house working while little Johnny or Susie Q is going to school, being raised by the system by government employees who also known as public school teachers and even private schools. You can't really get much out of them, but not only is mom and dad working a job each, but that's still not even enough. And so both parents are now working 12, 14, 16, sometimes 18 hours a day. One of them while the other one's working 10, 11 hours a day. Just to get by, save a little bit of money, be able to take your two-week vacation a year so you could take the kids to the Grand Canyon. So again, I'm not diminishing the working mom. This goes this show is for all moms. 
This goes to all moms, expecting mothers, by the way, if you're, if you're pregnant and you don't, your baby hasn't been born yet, this goes out to you too. You're still a mom, even though your baby's not out in the world, your baby is in your world and you're a mom. If you're waiting to adopt and you're just waiting for approval, look, that baby or that adoption may have not have been completed yet, but you are on the process of being a mom. This goes to you too. You're a mom because you have a mother's heart. Moms have a very, very tough job. And, you know, when I was a kid, I got to hand it to my mom because, you know, my parents got divorced at a very early age. Now, I'm not going to make this show about me, but I'm trying to make a point here. You know, my parents were young when they met and when they got married and they conceived me. And then, you know, after a few short years of marriage, after, you know, they got out of the Air Force, they moved to Jersey. That's a whole long story on how that came about. But long story short, after they after they divorced, my mom was on her own and raising me on her own. Yeah, sure. I visited my dad, but by and large, my mom had me. And I saw the struggles that she went through. Now, at the time, I never understood them, but I saw the struggles. I, under, I, I, I understood the struggles that she went through at that time, but now I really see the struggle that she really dealt with. And then only to be told when I was 12 years old for me to tell her that I wanted to move out to Wisconsin by my dad. And that just broke her heart. But her mom, my grandmother, told her, look, a boy needs to be with his father. He, his father can teach him things that you unfortunately won't be able to. And so one of the hardest things I think that my mom had to do, and it doesn't matter who you are, is let go of a child, especially since I'm her only son, her one and only. I can't even imagine what that must have felt like. Now, at the time as a kid, you know, kids don't care. I mean, they do, right? But they don't understand the full depth of the emotional cut that that has to have on your heart and soul. And so at 12 years old, I decided to move away from my mom to go move to my dad. Not because I didn't like my mom, but because I missed my dad that much because he moved away from me out to Wisconsin where he was originally from. And that just tore my mom up and down. But she realizes now that that was a, you know, that worked out better because of how I've become. I've learned what not to be like as a father. Because truth be told, guys, I almost went down the path of, being just like my dad. And look, I'm not trying to say anything bad about my dad. I love him to death. Good man. But there's a history there that maybe one day we'll dive into. But the bottom line is I learned what not to be like as a father and as a husband. And my wife is an outstanding mother and a wonderful wife for that matter. My mom it was an outstanding mother always made sure that I was provided for, even being thousands of miles away, a couple thousand miles away. She always did her best to fly up for every birthday, every Christmas. Flew me down every summer. I mean, she did everything she could to make sure that I was always able to see and visit her. Moms have tough jobs. Working moms or stay-at-home moms, it's a tough job. I want to play something which is, it's a video. It's about four and a half, five-ish minutes. It's called Encouragement for Moms. Actually, you know what? Hold on. Before we get into that, I do want to do a Bible reading. So 
this is going to be Proverbs chapter 31. I'm going to read through the whole one, the, the whole chapter, all right? So it starts off with the words of Lemuel, or Lemuel, king of Massa, and this is the instruction his mother taught him. And it reads, what are you doing, my son? What are you doing, son of my womb? What are you doing, son of my vows? Do not give your vigor to women or your strength to those who ruin kings. It is not for kings, Lemuel, not for kings to drink wine. Strong drink is not for princes. Lest in drinking they forget what has been decreed and violate the rights of any who are in need. Give strong drink to anyone who is perishing and wine to the embittered. When they drink, they will forget their misery and think no more of their troubles. Open your mouth on behalf of the mute and for the rights of the destitute. Open your mouth, judge justly, defend the needy and the poor. Now this next part, starting with verse 10, it's a poem on the woman of worth. Who can find a woman of worth? Far beyond jewels is her value. Her husband trusts her judgment. He does not lack income. She brings him profit, not loss. All the days of her life, she seeks out wool and flax and weaves with skillful hands. Like a merchant fleet, she secures her provisions from afar. She arises while it is still night and distributes food to her household, a portion to her maidservants. She picks out a field and acquires it. From her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength. She exerts her arms with vigor. She enjoys the profit from her dealings. Her lamp is never extinguished at night. She puts her hands to the distaff and her fingers ply the spindle. She reaches out her hands to the poor and extends her arms to the needy. She is not concerned for her household when it snows. All she charges are doubly clothed. She makes her own coverlets, fine linens, and purple are her clothing. Her husband is prominent at the city gates as he sits with the elders of the land. She makes garments and sells them and stocks the merchants with belts. She is clothed with strength and dignity and laughs at the days to come. She opens her mouth in wisdom. Kindly instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, for her husband, too, praises her. Many are the women of proven worth, but you have excelled them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty fleeting. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Acclaim her for the work of her hands and let her deeds praise her at the city gates. And that is the reading of Proverbs 31, verses 1 through 31. So, the first nine verses of that chapter contains wisdom given to a king named Lemuel, as spoken by his mother. Now, this fits with other mentions in the book of Proverbs, which commend a godly mother's instructions. Now, Lemuel's mother searches for the right words for her son, then delivers some key advice. Now, among these are the warnings about the destructive dangers of adultery and intoxication. And a king who deals in those risks, destruction and failure as a leader, now, instead, his focus ought to be on lending his abilities to those who are weak. Now, among the more famous passage in the Bible, the end of Proverbs 31 describes an excellent wife. 
She is remarkable, in part because of how rare it is to find such qualities. Now, over the course of this passage, <clears throat> excuse me, she is noted with the traits directly opposed to the fools mentioned in earlier passages. The list is not meant to reserve, or to reserve these qualities for women only, nor is the meaning that these traits alone determine a woman's worth. Rather, these speak of attributes any person or any man or woman, for that matter, would benefit from and mark ideals to which they should aspire. Now, this ideal woman is trustworthy, hardworking, diligent, prepared, caring, wise, right? Wise, honorable. And some depictions include traits like stereotypical and inaccurately considered to be um, considered to be masculine. And such as business savvy or strength, a woman with the characteristics described in this poem is honored by both her family and the wider community. Hold on one second, guys. I am very terribly sorry. All right. I think I got, yeah, I was getting a call from somebody to let me know that um, probably when our meeting time is going to be. But anyway, so, so again, that was Proverbs chapter 31. I thought that was a great reading, by the way. It was a great reading. So before I get into this, uh, this next piece I wanted to play, which is encouragement for moms, let's play a little song for uh, the moms out there. Like I said earlier, before I played the intro, I played, uh, um, I play. Oh, okay. I played a, a song uh, from Tupac um, before I did the intro. Now this one's by Michael Bublé. It's called "Mother." took some time you never needed praise you would work your hands to the bone you would work your hands to the bone you always made the time you got me on my way you would work your hands to the bone just to turn our house to a home a different kind of hero with a different kind of strength Another word for savior And another word for saint Mother A fighter and a lover Always there by my side No matter what I'm going through and There's no other Place where we take cover Everybody's seen they got the best one That ain't true Cause I do I know I made it tough I know I caused you pain You loved me like the angel I'm not But you still held me down like a rock There's nothing I could do There's nothing I could say Words can float away through the years So I wrote them down for you here 
person that I turn to And the person that I trust Voice inside my head When I think I'm giving up Mother There's no other place where we take cover And I know everybody's saying they got the best one That ain't true, cause I do song that was uh called mother that was by michael buble michael buble called mother so again ladies and gentlemen this mother's day special um again mothers are appreciated i thought that was a really good song so i figured i'd play that now here's the next piece i wanted to play it's a little encouragement for the moms out there it's about five minutes long i got another song by carrie underwood and we'll say a prayer for all the moms out there and uh and then we're going to close out this show so give this a quick listen to let's have a chat all right so you feel like a failure it's another day oh another day with more chores more laundry more dishes more screaming kids more demands that you will never be able to fully achieve and you are overwhelmed beyond comprehension you cannot ever seem to catch up. You wake up just another day further behind on what you want to get done or what you need to get done or what your kids need from you or what your spouse needs from you. And it's all too much. It's all impossible. You'll never be able to get it done and you are defeated. So you get on YouTube, you need some motivation. You need some mommy motivation for this trying time in motherhood, right? If you're like me, you have two under two and it's two babies screaming all the time. Or maybe you're a mom with like five kids or a bunch of teenagers or 20 kids. I don't know what your situation is like, but I know one thing is true for all moms. Our job is basically impossible. Let's be real, it is impossible. We cannot possibly do all the things we think that we ought to do as moms, or we think that our job entails as moms. And so we get defeated. We sit down on the couch, we drink our coffee, and we just think, you know what? I'll just make it through today and tomorrow I will rise stronger and I'll get the stuff done then. 
if I can just make it through today, get the minimal amount of work that I need to get done and make it through until the weekend, I'll be okay. I just need to make it through. But you see, wake up, get off your phone. This isn't just another normal average day. This is another crucial, all important step. It's part of your story of motherhood, your story of being a mom. It may feel like no big deal, turn on those cartoons and hope to float through the day. But those little days, the days that don't seem to mean much are where the really important underlying, cultured into everything we do messages are communicated to our children about what's important, what matters, and the meaning of this all. It's the day-to-day, -day, how we spend our lives, how we spend our days, that communicates not just to ourselves subconsciously what's important, but also to our children, to our spouses, what really matters to us, what's really important. They're watching and taking note whether they realize they are or not. It's not so much random days on vacation or something that stick out in my memory when I think of my mom and the type of mom she was to me. It's the patterns of her life, the habits, the usuals. That's what forms my memories of my mom throughout my childhood. How she chose to sit and snuggle us even when she was exhausted and ready to go to bed herself. Or how she actually talked to me and my friends on our drives home or to and from school. It's the way she worked her bottom off for our family. Those are the things I'll remember forever about my mom because that's what she did every single day. The things that I think of when I think of my mom are the things she does every single day that reveal what she cares about and what's important to her. The things that she did, not just on the days that I was watching, but just all the time. We need to get our own priorities right. What's actually important? What do most days look like? Is that what I want to communicate to my children is important? Very few people wake up ready to go, jumping out of bed, and ready to go love and serve other people more than they love and serve themselves. But that doesn't make it any less of a commandment. We are called or sent out, given the very life purpose to die to self and to give ourselves for the gospel to be preached in our homes. And that, my friend, is what is most important. Not our body weight or the cleanliness of our homes or the Instagram presence we have. No, the chief purpose of mankind is to glorify God. And that's what we're called to do with our lives. Praise him and glorify him and preach his gospel, the good news of Jesus, with our lives. Visualize your highest purpose, the reason why you were created, the mom that you want to be, the mom that you are called to be, and start showing up as her. Yeah, that was a good, good sound clip that I found earlier on YouTube. And I felt that that was something that I think every mother should probably hear. Because I see and hear the struggles that my wife goes through. I see the anxiety that sometimes can build up and the stress and the just the emotional draining that occurs. Because sometimes the only interaction you have 
is with a sometimes a misbehaving little girl sometimes or a little boy if you have a son or multiple kids. You know, sometimes, you know, because you're a stay-at-home mom, you're always at home and not doing much of anything and you're not out in the world and you're not getting interaction with adults and it can get a little monotonous, you know. Anyway, but the bottom line is, is that, you know, moms, whether stay-at-home or a working mom or soon-to-be expecting mom, there's never, it's never easy from my my vantage point, from what I can see, because there's always something that you gals are always worrying about. And look, that's not to, that's not to be funny or to uh, criticize. You guys are always worrying. Why? Because that's what you do for your children. That's what you do for your babies or your soon to be babies. You know, if you're carrying and you're, you're trying to carry to term, you're trying to wonder, am I eating the right stuff? Am I sleeping properly? Am I drinking enough water? Am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? Right. You know what I mean? You're just, you're always on. And so, this is why I wanted to do a special Mother's Day special of, you know, saying mothers are appreciated. Now, before I play the last song, which I'm going to make as my closing song, that's going to be my outro song. So you won't hear the it's time to wake up. You won't hear that. You're going to hear Carrie Underwood. But before I do, I have to play this. This was something my wife sent me. It was on TikTok. I thought it was funny. I felt like I have to share this because what this woman says right here. Um, because you know, she's one of those who is a homesteader and is making home remedies, like everything. I think a few of you may have seen it on my telegram, but this is my wife literally to a T let's give this a listen to, let me, let me find it here. Maybe will you play? Well, you know, they did spray the chemtrails yesterday. You know, they're trying to poison us, right? Kids. No, we're not going to McDonald's because it's human meat. They grind up little babies. We're just not going. Not, no. <laughs> hey, hey, don't move over my dandelions. I need them for teas and salves. <laughs> and the bees. Babe, we should probably start hiking and learning that public land down there just in case China or, you know, the zombie apocalypse ha- happens and we can, like, run away and hide. No, we don't homeschool. We unschool. So there's really no curriculum or schedule or any sort of, like, plan that we follow we kind of just let them go by the own rhythm of their body because we just don't want to raise our kids to be part of the matrix Hmm. babe did you know that disney is a bunch of pedophiles and we probably cancel our subscription because they're grooming our children oh he did not spray my purse lane with vinegar gosh babe babe you sprayed my purse lane with vinegar that is medicinal it gets rid of my headaches <gasps> don't eat those skittles oh my gosh those are poisonous those go in the garbage now oh no i'm sorry i can't eat the cake that you made because on the box it was bioengineered food ingredients and we just don't eat that in our home i'm really sorry but it's a beautiful cake <laughs> honey i know you really want to go with your friends but there is people stashing up bodies left and right and i just i'll never forgive myself if something happens to you so i'm sorry thank you over here but you can't go over there you're you're never leaving the house sorry <laughs> But I just love you so much. Babe, you should probably just quit your job anyways because, like, the dollar is going to be, like, shit soon. And you're working for pretty much nothing. So <laughs> we should just quit our job. In fact, we should just, like, grow microgreens and, like, garden and, like, completely homestead. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I don't have any cold medicine. I can make you some tea or you can try a tincture. 
That's kind of what we use here to stay healthy. Oh no, we don't use toothpaste, especially any fluoride toothpaste because it's toxic to your brain. That's right. Yeah, it calcifies the pineal gland and we really need that for our bodies to function. Like open that third eye. No, actually I make my own. I use bentonite clay. And you can even, we even take baths in it. Yeah, I, it's pretty awesome stuff. You should try sometime. Oh, you did? You just got the the booster? No, sorry. We don't do the COVID vaccines anymore. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're making everyone sick. That's why I kind of probably got sick in the first place. We Yeah, no, we also don't even give our kids any other vaccines. I, I know it seems really cruel, but what's more cruel is the heavy metals that are in all of the vaccines. I'm going to go get my tinfoil hat now. <laughs> I thought that was great. That is definitely my wife to a T. Seriously, that is definitely my wife right now. Um, the only thing that she was missing is, uh, oh, what is it? Uh, oh, uh, we don't take antibiotics. We do uh, oil of oregano. Yeah, that's that's what we do. Okay, because uh, antibiotics are bad for you. And they kill the good bacteria in your gut flora. <laughs> so anyways, but this is what moms have to worry about, especially when you're trying to get your family down a healthy lifestyle, a healthy pathway, right? You're trying to get down the homeopathic, holistic, basically God's way of living on this earth kind of way. So being a mom, trying to live that way makes us, right, makes you look kooky, makes the family look kooky. Like, oh, those Joneses over there, they, you heard about them. You always see the husband out there. He's always walking in his grass barefoot like a hippie. Yeah, I don't know. There's something really strange about them Joneses over there. Like they they never let their daughter ever play at our house. They never let them do sleepovers or let her eat Skittles. They're really weird people. But th see, this is what you got to contend with, with the rest of the world who's still stuck in the matrix and, and poisoning themselves. You know what I mean? So to all the mothers out there who are trying to, especially the mothers that are trying to live a holistic, more natural pathway and eating healthy, yeah, you are the minority. And it's not easy. I know it's not easy because my wife is this lady right here. So anyways, let's end this with a prayer. And then my outro music will be a Carrie Underwood song called Mama Song. So Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you so much yet again for another day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all of our mothers and grandmothers out there. Thank you for making the female body as strong as it is so it can, you know, the women can bear children and give birth to children that that painful experience that men will have absolutely no idea what that's about we thank you for our women the ones that you know we call mom and the ones that we call our grandmoms and and our wives who bear our children right we we thank you for all of these all of these moms and they are appreciated and we know you appreciate them we thank you for Mother Mary giving birth to your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for her sacrifice as well by accepting your will and, and giving birth to the Son of God. That, that was an amazing thing. And Rietta adds here, Lord, we thank you for blessing, for the blessing of being a mom. Our children truly are a gift from you. Lord, please give all the moms, present and future, your heart to guide our children. Lord, help us to trust that you have a perfect plan for them. 
Lord, give us your wisdom and discernment in raising them and the ability to let them fly as adults. Thank you, Father, for your heart and word we learn from you. Give us your heart towards our kids and as they grow into adulthood. God bless the moms. Perfectly said. In your son's name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you all have a wonderful day, a wonderful weekend. Happy Mother's Day weekend to all the beautiful, sweet, hardworking, dedicated mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day to my wonderful mom down there in Florida. Wish we could be down there to, to enjoy the warm Florida weather. I know Katie would love nothing more, and Haven would love nothing more than to be down there in Florida. <laughs> Me, not so much. I'd rather meet in Tennessee. See, that's more my style. The people in Florida and the driving habits drive me up a wall. No pun intended, but it sucks. I absolutely hate it. I hate the traffic. Uh, maybe Panhandle, Florida, like Florida Georgia Line, you know? Yeah, I could probably handle that. But Fort Lauderdale, Miami, mm -mm, not doing it. Anyway, guys, and of course, a happy Mother's Day to my wonderful wife, which, I'm, you know, I'm going to see her anyway. But anyway, but uh, I hope you all are doing good. Um, <laughs> I got to read this comment. Destry is saying nobody wants to keep up with the Joneses anymore. <laughs> That's right. Because we're a bunch of crazy kooks over here wearing our tinfoil hats talking about, oh, my goodness, you better buy your silver, guys, and store up your jasmine rice and, and can your food and make, uh, you know, oil of oregano. And, uh, hey, don't you get near my garden, okay? Don't you don't you play around that garden. There's a place set for a reason. Get away from my garden. Don't touch my blueberry plants either. Oh, yeah, we're those people. We're, we're the crazies. We are the crazies. People probably, that's probably why people don't talk to us. They're like, yeah, those Joneses, mm -mm, mm -mm. there's something a little loose up there, and especially in Jason's head. There's something a little loose in his head, a little wackadoodle. All right, guys, God bless. Happy Mother's Day, and we'll be back on Monday. God bless. And this next song is Carrie Underwood, Mama Song. You just don't think when your child is small that. In just a few years, it's going to be completely different. And you look back and say, where did that time go? Goes by fast. Don't you worry about me Don't you worry
Gott zu. So.